Hello and welcome to Range Talk. As I have said before, I don't want to be another show that just complains about the problems and never offers any solutions. Lately, I've been harping on how bad our country is doing and how the federal government is failing, and it is no longer by and for the people. Today, I want to talk about how you, how me, how everybody listening, how you can make a difference in making this country a better place. And no, it's not posting worthless pictures on social media or going to political rallies and yelling about your beliefs or interrupting politicians trying to talk. It's not about that. This idea of making the country better is a lot harder than everybody thinks, but also a lot easier than you might think. Now, how can those things add up? Well, it's pretty simple. We have a problem in this country and we need to fix it. We need better people. We need better government. And we need to make this world a better place for our kids and our grandkids. And I know that that is a worn out statement. Um, it's used a lot in environmental speeches, talking about how we have to save the planet or it's used in a bunch of things. But what we really do need to make better people to set up our kids and our grandkids for a better life. And we need to make better grandkids and kids. So how can we make the country a better place? That's hard, yet it's actually very easy. Well, it's not running down to Congress. It's not running down to the White House and yelling or picketing. It's simple. If you're walking down the street, you're walking your dog around the neighborhood, and you see some trash on the side of the road, pick it up. This country... Imagine it as one big giant household and everybody who lives in this house is a dysfunctional member of your family. If you leave the trash on the side of your house and you just expect somebody else to pick it up, you're being a lazy, lazy family member. You're not contributing to the betterment of your country. Now you may think, oh, it's just a little piece of trash. It'll blow away, whatever. No, 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 no. Pick it up. By stopping for two seconds, picking up a piece of trash, carry it with you, throw it in the next garbage can, you just made America a better place. You didn't make this street a better place. You didn't make that one spot a better place. You made America The idea of America, the land of America, the people of America, you made it a better place. And if somebody sees you do that, somebody sees you go out of your way to pick up trash that is clearly not even yours and you throw it away, odds are that person's going to do the same next time. And maybe they won't, but maybe you planted a small little seed in their head that someday they're going to do the same thing. It's very hard for us as people to sit around and do nothing while others are acting. Have you ever been in your house and you're tired? You don't want to do anything. You just want to be a lazy slob and you're sitting on the couch and your wife or your friend or your mother or your father, they get up and they start cleaning something. What do you inherently start doing? You feel bad. 
So you start to help. Even if you, all you wanted to do was sit around and, and veg out and you've been working hard, if somebody else in your proximity is working, you want to get up and help them. The same goes for our country. If you can put out a better image and you start working on things, one person at a time, every person listening to this podcast, if you went out and did this, one person at a time, you guys are going to infect the country around you with slightly better people. We don't have to win the country back in one night. We don't have to change the hearts and minds of everybody overnight. But what we can do is slowly start tipping the scale to good. Another thing you can do, start conversations with strangers. Make new friends. By engaging in people that you don't know, one, it's going to make you a better person. It's going to improve your communication skills. And it's going to put you in an awkward place because it is awkward to go up to a random stranger and just start talking to them. How do you do it? What do you talk about? This habit of going up to a stranger and being able to have a conversation is very tough, but it's going to help you progress. And by being a good conversationalist and starting good conversations with strangers, you are going to promote them to do the same thing. We have this problem in America where everybody is so disconnected from each other. Everybody looks at another human being almost as like a, you know, they're a non-player character. They're a, they're just a nuisance. They're in the way. They take up too much space. They're driving on the road too slow. Everybody who you don't know that you're not friends with or family with is a nuisance. But you have to realize that they think the same about you. And you have a family. And you have friends. And people care about you. And you feel like you're a good person. So why should that person think you're a nuisance? It goes both ways. And yeah, you're going to run along a few bad people. But I tell you what, there's more, more, more good people in this country than you can even believe. And by going up to random people, start it off with a compliment. Nothing weird, nothing awkward, but just, hey, man, I really like those shoes. Those are pretty cool. Where'd you get them? Conversation. It started. And you made that person's date a whole lot better. And if they don't want to talk to you or they're rude, just be nice. Roll with the punches. We're here to make it better. We're not here to look for fights. You can engage in your community, local events, garage sales. This is a good way to talk to people and also get them, get involved in the people that you live around. We don't have to take over the country. We have to win over the people around you. This podcast is not only nationwide, it's worldwide. There's a lot of you guys listening to this. If you take care of your neighborhood, you take care of your street, you take care of your neighbor, somebody else is going to do it somewhere else. And slowly, that's going to permeate through everything. Now, do I think this podcast is going to be the sole reason that the entire world reaches world peace? No. But if we can make it a hundredth of a percent better, I think we're doing something right. And I think we could do a whole lot better than that. What you want to do is build a community of like-minded people. That's exactly what the federal government 
and all these big corporations don't want. So if you want to fight back against the government, you want to fight back against these giant corporations, you want to fight back against this quote-unquote world government that you want to go against, build a community of like-minded people. This does not mean going on social media and finding yourself an echo chamber to lock yourself into. This does not mean going on Reddit and finding a page that only talks about the things that you agree with. What you should be doing is finding these strangers, finding these friends that have similar views and they're not going to line up a hundred percent. Almost nobody's views do and become closer with them. Build a community when there's things that you disagree on, learn why they believe that invest in why that person believes that they're not just wrong in your right. Figure out why they believe that fight from both sides. If you can't argue what you believe from both sides of the aisle, then you don't truly believe it. And if you want to fight, if your initial instinct is just to fight with somebody who disagrees with you rather than talk to them or be able to have a conversation, then you're scared that you don't actually believe what you believe in, or you don't understand what you believe in. So build a community of like-minded people. The best way to fight big government, get involved with your smallest government possible. The smallest government possible has the biggest impact on your life. One easy way to do this, get involved in your local school board. Get involved in sports. Get involved in your small town government. There's a lot of HOAs out there with terrible people running them. And I don't necessarily want to subject myself to dealing with that, but that's a good way to make something better. Something else you can do is hold the door for people. Now, where I come from, everybody does this. It's very rare. If somebody, if somebody's walking in front of you and they just let the door go and close it in your face, it is a holy crap moment. It's very odd. I live in a good area. But the rest of the country isn't like this. That, that custom of holding the door open for people died out a long time ago. And that's something that we need to raise back into our kids and raise back into ourselves. If you're walking into a store and there's somebody in front of you and they, they don't do it and they just slam the door in your face, don't get mad. Don't get payback and say, fine, and don't do it for the next guy. Just hold the door open. Wait for the next person. There are a few steps back. It's going to take you three seconds to wait. Just wait. Hold the door open for them. Smile at them. When they say thank you, say, you're welcome. Be friendly. Be enlightening. That is going to go a long way. That simple act, one, it's going to make you a better person. It's going to make that situation better. And those people, I guarantee it, the next time they go through a door, they're going to be thinking about it. When they go to leave that building, they may do it for the next person. And if they don't, oh, well, what did it cost you? Three seconds of your life for you to make the world a better place? That's a pretty small sacrifice. Something I'll see is, you know, everybody's in a rush and everybody is, is short on time. And you go to a restaurant and there's a line and you open the door and there, here comes somebody. And so you don't want to hold the door open for them because you want to make sure that you get in line because you were here first. Well, I can tell you two things. Number one, 
If they do go in front of you in line, what are you going to be waiting? A few extra seconds, maybe a minute tops, whatever. But 99% of the time that I hold the door open for somebody and there's a line, the second they get into the door, they move over to the side and wait for me to get in line and get behind me. And if there's a hostess or a worker or somebody that's trying to talk to that person I just let in, 99% of the time that person will say, oh, he's ahead of me, and they will point at you. Now you have this person engaging with you. You have this person engaging and being honest. You have this person engaging and being nice. One small act, and you got two benefits out of it. It's a great thing. When people ask you why you've done this, when they ask why you've held the door open, why they ask, or when they ask why you've picked up this trash, or when you start having conversations and they tell you your problems and you're genuine, genuinely engaged and you take an interest in how they're doing, and people ask, why are you doing this? Don't just say, oh, you know, I'm curious and brush it off like it's, it's nothing, or oh, I just saw it. Genuinely tell them why. Be honest with them. Say, hey, I want to make this country a better place. I want to make it better than the way I found it. And so by doing that, I want to engage with people and I want to help brighten their day. Because if I can make one person's day better, then my, my day's better. If I could pick up one piece of trash, I know I did something better. I want to give more to this country than I take out of it. Be honest with them. Because if you just brush it off and you act like a nice guy, they may, they may brush you off and just be like, man, that's a really nice guy, whatever. But if you give them an honest explanation of why you do these things, it's going to get them thinking. And they may start doing it for themselves. They may agree. You may spark that little thing inside of them that makes them want to be a better person. The last thing that I would suggest outside of you, these have all been things like outside of you. The last thing that I want to suggest is to serve. Now, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of ways to do this. People have done this in church. They've done it in the military. They've all kinds of things. But serving for the less fortunate is one of the best things that you can do. Now this, if we're being honest, this is one of the most selfish acts that you can do. And now hear me out. Everybody says this is a selfless act. You're giving your time, your energy, your money. You're giving this for other people. It's totally selfless, man. There's not one person who gives to charity or gives their time or helps the community that does not get something in return. When I tell you how good you feel after you give to the community or give to charity, you would think I'm. It's, it should be an illegal drug. It feels so good to give to other people. And that's a selfish act. You're doing it for yourself. You're doing it to make sure you feel good. Yeah, I like that feeling. I do like that feeling. But I'm doing it because it's a net positive to somebody else. So the fact that it benefits me and them, win-win. And there's nothing wrong with saying that. And I hate that people put this stigma on admitting that and they act like you're supposed to just be this, you know, totally selfless person that doesn't ever feel anything about charity. It's just give, 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 give. Guys, 
we're people. We're always going to be selfish to an extent. That's how we're designed. That's how we survive. So by feeling that, that good feeling, that's okay. You improved your life. You made you a little happier and maybe you'll do it again and again and again and again. You're supposed to feel good after it. That ensures it's a reward system. It ensures that you're going to do it again. If you don't have money, give your time. If you don't have time, give some money. It doesn't have to be big. You don't have to change the entire world in one donation or one charitable thing. It can be super, super small. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in. You guys are amazing. You are helping grow the show way, way faster than my expectations could have ever imagined. Don't forget to rate the show a five-star. Go on iTunes. Leave me a review. Spotify, leave a five-star. And share this episode with somebody. Thank you. Thank you.